What up everybody, this your boy B-Rob. I just wanted to cue this video up. This is the very first edition of the Walmart Log proper. So um, we got an interview here for you with uh, freaking Brian Oteca. And um, this is my first time doing something like this. So I, you gotta bear with me. I had so many ambitious ideas. I had lavalier microphones. I had two different camera angles that didn't really work out too well. And uh, what I realized after half of the interview was done that one of the lavalier microphones weren't on. So the audio for this thing is going to be kind of wonky. Um, there was a lot of audio syncing going on and whatnot. So there might be small portions on there where it looks like a kung fu movie where it's like, hmm, 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 and stuff like that. So just bear with me. This is my first time trying to do anything like this, even talking to you in a setting like this. So um, sit back, relax, enjoy the very first edition of the Walmart Log. Go tell them our <laughs> Perfect on the you head. son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, joining me on this very special edition of the Walmart Log is Brian Oteca. He is a fellow podcaster, graphic artist, and whatever have you. You probably do some of that too. How, how are you doing? How's it going, man? Yeah. So thank you for joining me here in. Actually, you know what? I want to take a look at that Roomba real quick. Let's take a look at the Roomba because I have been, I'm, I'm like a geek, so yeah, it's like, hey man, it's a robot. I got a cart just in case. Uh -huh. okay. See, there we go. Have you guys seen Love Robots and Sex Love and Robots? No, what is that? Oh man, it's Netflix, great. Educate. It's, it's, we're basically like a Roomba. Is, well, they got a bunch of different shorts, but um, one of them is where they've actually got a Roomba where it's like 17,000 generations in the future. And the thing is like, you know, five foot tall, but it literally says iRobot on it. There's an Xbox that's like generation 400. But it's still, you know, that's the first generation of it. It sees itself and all that. We're just, it's, it's not word. So it's a, that's your Netflix recommendation. So. Netflix recommendation. Sex, love, and robots. So if you're hearing this Netflix, uh, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sponsors. we got lots of ideas. Yeah, so, I mean, what about this in the room that you Do you, like, not like to freaking vacuum? I don't like to do anything, man. I'm lazy. I'm a geek. That's the whole point of being a geek is so that you can do nothing and everything else can be done for you. What I recently got, I got a stream deck because I'm looking to get into freaking out. So they got this little box. It got like 15 buttons on there. Right. All programmable. And you just push a button, something pops up on the screen. So it's just like, how lazy is that? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, because it's better than the alternative. You get on the computer, and you freaking just, all right, got to do all the control to me, shift, tab. Building your macros was hard back in the day. Now, it's just it. simple. I mean, even the, what's the voice synthesizers or whatever they have for the music, yeah. you don't even have to have music skills anymore. You can just go, boom, 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 and there you go, you gotta hit it, it, it's on. So, alright. <laughs> it's so easy. You bring that up. How easy it is for um, artists. You know, they got some good, some bad. Um, to make music and everything. Do you think that's kind of saturating the market? Does it freaking take away from actual artists that compose? Yes, do but, anything like that? But I'm a, I'm a little bit weird. So, I couldn't tell. <laughs> 
in my mind, we can get to like Star Trek, but without having to do what Star Trek did. And in Star Trek, the way Gene Weinberg did it, he basically killed off 80, 90% of Earth, and that's not good, because if you remember, when the Vulcans actually come, when Star Trek Next Generation goes back and sees them, they're literally nobody. They're, it's just a bunch of handful of people. One guy sends up a nuke and accidentally um, breaks the whatever barrier, and Vulcans come. Now, we've always watched the good Kirk, but we're humans. We know what happens when we've taken everything away from us. We're going to do the bad thing, the bad thing. So we're going to take over the Vulcans. So the whole bad universe, that's our universe. It's like we can get there, but we have to limit ourselves to robots. No C, um, no, what is it? C-3PO C- is the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. None of that. R2, that's the top. That's the top level robot. We're already so close to 3D um, printed food. The space station did 3D printed food a couple weeks ago. That means replicated real soon. Come on, I'm going to be sitting back in 10 years with a robot doing all my work and me just doing that. So you think we're going to get to Wally? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this. I'm already getting prepped. Come on, man. I'm just getting it going. Get it ready. I know. So, like, um, as far as podcasting, you are a fellow podcaster. What what got you into it? What got you started? Uh, I fell into it, honestly. Uh, Jay Sandlin. I give credit to Jay Sandlin for almost everything I did. Uh, Shout out to Jay. Not to cut you off. Delvin. I ain't gonna say the F word. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Jay got me into it. Uh, he brought me on to the Who Would Win show doing some um, some art form, just little simple things, and it just escalated. And to come on the show, I liked it. Actually, um, I never can remember her name. Uh, Jaeger, uh, Crystal Jaeger. She actually caught my cherry on my podcast, had me come on there and all that. But then Jay, and then. Um, got involved with doing Blood and Black Lace with somebody else, and you know, that fell apart, but we're about to actually start up um, a couple of different shows, and hopefully it's Me and my counterpart that's hiding over there, filming my, just filming me as well, the, 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 the better part of me, the, the one that actually uh, was on the other part of Blood and Black Lace, and I mean, just phenomenal actors, it's just you know, a matter of... Getting everything set up right. It's time. Okay. So, how long have you been? Uh, about two years now, I've been doing the, the actual, you know, working with podcasts and producing them, editing them, and stuff like that. So, what's some of your frustrations with editing? Because I can tell you, from no end, I love sitting down and recording and talking with everybody. I'm not with I'm, I'm, Okay, so, like, I don't know if you, um, my Twitter, I'm hanging around with Gavin and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. From uh, Major Mess Hall. Yeah. Major Mess Hall, I always give him a shout out. Um, so, Gavin loves editing, and I absolutely hate it. And I don't understand how some people love to edit. Yeah. Because 15 times hearing somebody say the same thing, it messes with the already voices in my head. So it's like, no. Now, when I was trying to record and edit at the same time, that was insane because you had the people talking, listening to them talk from earlier, and then, no, 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 I was too much. I'm not an editor. But, you know, I'll do what needs to be I think that's, like, as far as podcasting goes, I think one of my favorite things to do is be a guest. Yeah, I know I just go up, I bring what I bring, which is me, mm-hmm. and then I just leave. I don't edit nothing. I mean, at, exactly. at, the, at the least, I have to, some shows I actually you record your own audio, and then at the least, I just have to email them what I record. That's okay. Exactly. But I ain't got to sit there take out the pauses, take out the breaths, and all kind of stuff. I remember when I first started, matter of fact, as we 
January 13th. It's the four-year anniversary of the Random Rounds of the Rocks. Six hours, I was like, no, just too much of my time. Still the same. Yeah. I mean, insane. You're freaking me. Yeah. Editing is not my core thing. But, but there are some people, Jay, Jay absolutely loves editing from what I understand. And hats off to you. Hats off to those people. Hats off to those people who likes to edit the podcast. Because it ain't me. And then I'm kind of envious of them. I ain't going to take my apple. Y'all already know I'm bald. Oh, now you got to do the whole hair thing? That, now, that is actually growing for the other half. It's going to be some nice good wigs, and we're going to do some nice props with it. going to be like a power mullet. No, actually, I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm keeping all of this for the next year, and I'm going to play sand at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I'm, keep the, I'm trying to keep the belly for the next year. I'm trying to boost it up, you know, a little more. I'm going to play sand a little Wow, but that's not real, man. You need the real gut, The you know? real pillow. The real gut. Um... Santa for the kids on, on Christmas, and you know that kind of be on my, my little bucket list thing and stuff to do over over my lifetime. So, do yeah. Santa. So I know that as far as uh, expectations and goals, where you want to take your podcast to next. I mean, what's something that you want to add to that? Ah, wow. Um, I honestly don't even know. We're doing so much with the comic book covers. I, I produce a new comic book cover every day. Uh, one drops every day. I, I spent a lot of time on the weekend actually doing it. Uh, it was actually kind of cool because um, I don't know if you watched the, the Globes or whatever we had the awards show. Uh, well, one of the ladies actually talks about how it's hard to be a, a mother yeah. out there. And what was really cool is around the same time that they were having the award ceremony, I'm actually creating a cover, not watching, but that's one of the covers I created. And I don't know if you saw Betty Boop where she's coming yeah, along yeah. goofy. Yeah. We don't know who Goofy's uh, or Max Goofy's de- or mom is. Yeah. So I was kind of like, you know what? That'd be kind of cool if she was the mom, came home from work. And, you know, who's worse than you know? Who feels worse than an actor who has to leave for a while to go, you know, be away from their kids? So, like a Victoria. Exactly. Very similar. Yes. You know, you're away from your kids for a long period of time. It's hard on them, and it makes you. It's, it's hard on you as a parent too. Sorry, I kind of got off track oh, no, there, I mean, that, that, like I always do. We do. This uh, is the random Ramsey's rock. So, but yeah, we're doing combo covers. Uh, we've got a show called that I've been working for a long time, and it's just so hard because I don't know if you've been my voice fan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so, I've, I've heard of it. I, haven't, I know of it. I know the character, but I haven't really seen it. We got Pat. He yeah. does a character. Um, we just knew. Screams for like 20 minutes. It is the hardest thing to do because it is 20 minutes of non-stop screaming, yelling, hollering, no breaking, no yelling, no smiling, no. I believe. Once, once, yeah, twice, three times, making it funny in the middle. It's just impossible. So I've been working on that for a while. So that's called Are You Epic Stupid? Yeah. Uh, and then we're working on a podcast, a video cast podcast of scary stories. Like that. I do know about it. Oh, okay. 
So we're kind of going, kind of going big. That's why it's taking a little bit of time. Go big and, and make it right. I have so many things on here, this being one of them, that um, I just, I don't know, it, just, it takes a while to kind of get in there, and you got to try to conceive it, and then, you know, actually, the hardest part is actually going out and do the thing, and you know? To, to me, always the hardest part has been not rushing yourself, yeah. because there's lots of these great ideas that I have. Oh, man, I, I want to do this podcast. It just is not right, and if I jumped into it and ran it, it would have ended up crushing me. Yeah. And like uh, the, the classics. I kind of want to turn the classics into that are all written every model. I want to turn it into a show, but it would have killed me trying to turn that into a show, make that into a show, and doing everything else. So it's kind of like that thing. It's just a weekly fun thing. Hey, sometimes the classics are so much better. This week was X-Men. Um, the Umbrella Academy is a total rip-off of X-Men. Yeah, I've, I've heard it was good, but I've never seen it. It's I mean, a good show. That's going to be the theme of this. You know, we're going to reference Netflix shows that I've never seen. Oh, we should do Amazon or Hulu. Yeah. If you want to laugh, there's a funny one. All right, what's the show called? Leonard E. Skinner's Skinner. What's the show called we've been watching? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's on Netflix. Kenny, Kenny Fields or something. It's on Hulu. And it's about this Canadian town. It's very similar to the Trailer Park Boys. Just dumb. I mean, just dumb. Funny, laughing. Word. So, I mean, we, we, you brought it up with him. Redneck Rebuttal. What is it? Uh, Redneck Rebuttal is our national platform. It's, it's going to be, my whole dream is, is that it promotes... Y'all's work. Everybody else's work. Y'all's Yours, black Delvin. <laughs> Bubble black people. Oh, my goodness. Now I'm in trouble. Okay, <laughs> now I'm in trouble. So I'm going to talk about like Jay. So right now, Jay actually, when Jay posts, a couple days after Jay posts, we would actually repost his stuff, okay. keep his stuff in the mainstream. Um, and the whole the whole point of our stuff is, is that Redneck Rebuttal holds none of your data. Um, when you post something, it comes through us, and there's a link on our front page. I'm smaller, but you know, just just picking around. Jabba Chew. But yeah, be careful of that stuff. So I mean, if you look, he's laughing. I got him laughing. If you're uh, just starting out in podcasting and everything, you're interested in like somebody trying to pull you in or whatever. Yeah. One because they see potential, so that's always a plus. So always believe in yourself. But um, just be careful of some of their practices or whatever. If they got, if they're trying 
trying to manage you on a certain time schedule, I mean, that can benefit, but if it's outside of your, your window and how you feel comfortable doing the show, you know. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And it just, I can't, I can't stress taking your time. Knowing what you're doing, knowing how to edit, knowing every process of the podcasting before you jump in head first. Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't. And it, it took a lot of hard work to try to figure out what I was screwing up. And anybody, I just say, take your time. You'll get there. Podcasting is fun and it's easy. It's just, just a lot of work. To do. And then I'll even speak to the other spectrum of that because I did the opposite of what you said. I just said I was going to do it and I just started. I mean, I didn't know yep. what to do. And it was a lot of trial and error. But for me personally, I think from episode one to now 205 is just down. You can see the progression. You can see the growth or whatever. And that's what kind of drew me into doing it that way is because people like to see it coming. Exactly. You know, just like, all right, you seen him? I started podcasting on the iPad with a USB microphone from my closet. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm still somewhat in the, the, in the, the closet. The problem is, and like, we, and like you said earlier with that, is it's oversaturated. Yeah. We've gotten to a point now where you need to either, you got to shine a little bit. Mm-hmm. You shine. You just need to put in a Walmart. Because I'm bald. Put films in a Walmart. Me? Now, see, I honestly thought that you were just going to just rag me on the, on the, on the, the birthmark oh, thing. No. And see, I would personally, every time somebody said it, be like, I got hit last night. And just mess with them. Just mess with them as much as possible. Because, you know. Yeah. But, um, oh, you are saying I don't know. I got all lost on track. But, um, what happens a lot with me? But what I was alluding to earlier, short term like right now right now as this audio is probably crap because I'm playing with the mic um, for it to take care of itself pretty much just um, sponsorship wise or just any kind of revenue I can get in for it to take care of itself that's like the ultimate goal for it to be self-sustaining and anything like that so to have something like uh, either a radio station pick you up or well I mean I don't know, because that go, kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about like people getting sucked into these different podcast groups and whatnot. It's just like um, you kind of at their whim or whatever. You know what I mean, they got like a, those groups. Some of them they got like certain visions of what they want their network to be and all that other stuff and whatnot. And I'm not like really down with that because I feel like if I got sucked up into a radio station or anything like that, it's almost like I'm. Their thing instead of my thing. Right. Well, okay. My thing is, I'm thinking like, um, take Joe Rogan for instance. Yeah. Now, the problem with taking somebody like Joe Rogan and almost everybody that's big out there is the fact that they came from a Hollywood, so they already came from way up here, and now they're coming down here to do podcasting, which will bring them back up to them. So for like our last partner. 
trying to get into the business this way, which is very, very hard. Yeah. You know, you have to be, a, you have to have a spectacular podcast, something nobody's ever seen in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just like, um, when you, independence because I mean we have no back and we have no following we don't have like fans like how Joe Rogan or somebody would and everything and it's just like I've heard so many people that podcast out of their garage their basement their closets or whatever the case may be and they ten times is better than Joe Rogan but oh yeah the thing that Joe Rogan has over them is sponsors and you know television acclaim and you know they call UFC he did the freaking um, Fear Factor and, and a all huge kind of support stuff. staff. Exactly. See, and that was that was the one thing that with um, I cannot remember his name now. Crowder, Louder with Crowder. When Louder with Crowder came on Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and they started like bantering back and forth, Crowder said, "No, we're not going to do that." You have your people behind you give, feeding you information. Yeah. I don't. We're not going to do that whole back and forth. Support staff versus not. Mm-hmm. Even Crowder has a support staff now. But Crowder came from MSNBC down or wherever he came from. Yeah. So it's, it's still... It's a, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. It just, it kind of sucks because there's a lot of people that I listen to and they have the potential to freaking take it to the next level or be on that next level and they just don't have the backing to it. I mean, Jay. Yeah? Jay, for instance, between his storytelling, his verse matches, what happens next, there's no way he shouldn't have his blue check and already be gone. You know, not even looking at us anymore, just waving at us as he's, you know, flying yeah. around in the first well, class. I mean, I, I, I believe that'll come because, I mean, it's just like, when you see somebody that's made it or whatever, I mean, we can even talk about Joe Rogan or whatever, you know, as the example. I'm not going to say he didn't, he doesn't deserve that because he's been doing comedy for years. He's been doing um, sports analyst, analytics for years. What was that you know, show? Uh, Fear Factor. News Radio. Yeah. When so he, he was on News Radio, I loved him. Yeah. I still love Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, he's one of the big boys. To get there, you know, it, it's very, very difficult. But I'm just thinking, if like a KTR age came and said, "Hey, can we put your stuff on at midnight, one o'clock?" That's that's kind of like to me. That's I'm thinking podcasting. That's the ultimate goal is to get national broadcast. Yeah. To actually have somebody like an MSNBC pick you up for your voice and say, "Hey, we like your voice. We just want you to do the." The radio, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah. Is the goal for podcasting to lead into other things like voiceover work? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, anything you do should, you know, lead you into different things or whatever. Because I mean, 
you shouldn't just want to be stagnant and stuck with the one thing and whatnot. Because, I mean, I would like to do movies. Not a lot of speaking roles or nothing like that. I'd rather just be the guy sweeping up in the background, you know, awkwardly staring into the camera like I ain't supposed to be. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, if those are built off the back of the podcast and anything that I, you know, I do, then I'm fine with that. And see, that's kind of what I was, I guess my, that was my question. Is the entertainment industry where you're going with this? Is the, is the whole goal to be an entertainer? And you already are an entertainer, but you know, you get what I'm saying. I think it's just more of a... Um, I want this to take me places to bring it back to the podcast. <laughs> so... If I have the opportunity to be in a movie, for for instance, I want that movie to bring people back to the podcast. Okay. You know, or if I'm able to do a radio spot on somebody's radio show, I want that opportunity to bring people back to the podcast or whatever. And also bring other people into the podcast, you know, more potential for better guests or, you know, opportunities at getting better guests. Okay. You know, things like that. So it's all in vain of podcasting. <laughs> Hey, there is nothing wrong with that. But yeah, then uh, I'm, from what I'm told, um, movie checks are more lucrative than podcasting checks. <laughs> I've, I've heard that myself. Yeah. No, <clears throat> the major stars. Now, what's um? And then this is where we could do all the whole um, sexist jokes, but, or you have to be a woman, or not a woman, you know. Uh, kind of, I mean, that, that. That, that plays into a lot of things, you know, being a lady. Oh, yeah. Whatnot, because, I mean, if you look the part and everything, you're going to have automatic following. And plus, because you're a lady, you're going to have automatic following. Um, another thing is um, a lot of the saturation in some of these things or whatever is just like because there's a lady doing these things like um, streaming, podcasting. Um, they, I see a lot of influx in gaming, like the streams, the Mixler and all that stuff from um, ladies and whatnot. And they've been getting in trouble as of late because they've been doing inappropriate lady things <laughs> and whatnot. So. It's one of those weird things of you hold any group of people down, it doesn't matter what... And then you give them a little bit of freedom. You give them that freedom. Yep. They're the same freedom that they've seen other people have. They're going to go buck wild with it. And they're going to go, you know, if, if, I don't know the best, best example, but if you let somebody, if you hold somebody down and you let them loose, it's, it's, they have to do it. They have to do those things, the bad things that everybody was saying. You're doing bad, bad things. They still have to do it because they got the freedom now. Yeah. You know? We're uh, humans. We're, we're totally fallible. Yes. Yes, indeed. That's like one of the big things learning as I turn 40. I'm human. I'm a total screw-up. And we can't get off this planet. If we do, we're going to be the cockroaches of the universe. We're just going to take over everything. We will be the bad guys. Um... Avatar. We would totally be the Avatar bad guys. Yeah. And it's like, it's sad, but uh, we are. We're the bad guys. But they got the one guy, he got the blue cat lady now. So, I mean, the one that didn't have no legs. <laughs> you got to um, sync with his Avatar permanently, oh. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
Are you even excited about that? The new Avatar movies are supposed to be coming out like 10 years later now? But they killed off Ripley. Sigourney Weaver, they killed off Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ripley is like the toughest woman in the universe. I'm sorry, but she fought aliens multiple times and survived. Well, and, now, I mean, and now they gave, and now they recloned her with the alien parts. She yeah. says super so. No. Well, I mean, that's not the same character, man. It, no, it is. I don't care. You know, I keep on saying, never, never clone me. Don't make a digital copy. Don't make a puka. Don't make any of that. It just, when I'm done, I'm done because I can't control the next one. Well, you're going to get cloned regardless because, like, if you, if we on this medium that we're on now, somebody's going to take your voice and they're going to put Black it on the little, yeah. yeah, they're going to do it. Are you up on your Black Mirror? I've only seen season one, but I know what you're talking about, though. It's like um, the girl lost, the lady lost her husband yeah. and everything. And she had her husband, clone, not cloned, but like a yeah, digital, a digital profile of uh, his social media habits that made a, a replica of him. No, 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 no. Don't do that to me. It's a bad idea. You can do it. No, like I said, I can only control this one. Yeah. The next one. Is, yeah. <laughs> Man, well, what about um? I think they got that show on either Netflix or uh, Prime or something like that. The um with Paul Rudd in it, to where he went to this place mm-hmm. and they made a living clone with of myself. him. Yeah, living yeah. Or living with me or something like that. A shout out to Netflix very, sponsors. Very very good. You, so you've seen it? Oh yes. All right. Watch the whole thing. Great for season two. So, I have not seen it. <laughs> I told you that's the theme of this recording. I I hadn't seen it. The Ozark. I have not seen this. My wife watched it, but I had to. The Shield. Did you watch The Shield? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You remember how The Shield just, you just never stopped. Just bam, bam, bam. One thing after another. That's how the Ozark is. And it's just, it's one thing after the next. Just, you never stop. You never get away. I talked to somebody about The Shield most recently, how it ended and whatnot. What do you think about the ending? Perfect. Well, okay, because you understand, Vic Mackey being stuck in an office. He got away. That was his yeah. prison. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's still in prison yeah, but, yeah. because everybody knows who he is. And beforehand. And he can't hide it. Beforehand, yeah. he could hide it and all that. He doesn't have his gun. They took his gun away. Yes, it was in the long box at the end. But he is still in prison. Everybody knows who he is. He has no family. Nobody wants to talk to him. None of his friends will talk to him. His friend, the one last friend he had that wasn't dead is in prison. And we'll never talk to him again. He's got, what, seven years of working for the DEA, and then he's out. He's out. And then there's nobody's going to hire him. He can't get a security job. And that boy is going to be done. He's in prison. So in in the age that we live in to where they freaking reboot and rehash and anything like that, do you think there's a opportunity for them to do a continuation with the shield? Oh yeah, totally. You still got you still got you still have the, the cartels and stuff that were coming after them and stuff. Um, I think. I cannot remember if the cartels had given up or not. I knew they had gotten greenlit for a while. Um, but you still got Mackie's still alive. Uh, the guy that they sent to prison, the, the, the one I forget dude, his name, had the beard he, and everything. He never did anything. He was like the lowly guy in the whole thing. Yeah, but he was the, like, on the low, he was the sneaky one. He was the one that, like... He was the one that Vic could always Yes. Yeah. Right. He was the one that, like, went, like that's how he got caught up. He's something to go kill um, old boy. Mm-hmm. And he got caught up. So... Um, yeah, and what's his face? Uh, and then we can't remember Shane. 
Shane jumping to Sons of Anarchy and, and doing the whole cross dress, it was just yeah. like, oh, oh my goodness. And he did such a good job of it, too. It was just, he is an amazing actor. Yeah. You ever see a show that he in now, a Unicorn? No, I haven't seen that one yet. All right, yeah. Uh, see, I got one that you haven't seen. <laughs> The Witcher. Everybody's I, on to me I about, just why that. didn't you watch The Witcher? I haven't had the time. Man, you, you haven't tossed a coin to your Witcher yet? Watch your glory? I haven't watched it, sorry. <laughs> haven't had a chance. I mean, we've, been on, uh, we've been on this Canadian show, this Linery Skinner Eatery, whatever, because yeah. it's just funny. It's Canadians are the best. I'm sorry. Well, Shout out to Trailer Park Boys and Bubbles. Unblock me, or I'm going to buy you Vagisil and send it to you. The, um... As far as the um, Witcher goes, I know it was based off a game series and whatnot. I haven't played it, but just watching the show, just pretty doggone good. Henry Cavill, to see him outside of Superman, is refreshing. And then he kind of get to use his own accent and everything now. See, and I liked him in, um, and a lot of people didn't like him in um, Mission, Impossible. Mission Impossible, but I thought he was amazing. The whole reloading the guns, that was supposed to be Superman, and I don't understand why we didn't get that version of Superman. Because in Superman, uh, Man of Steel or whatever, the first one, he's a hay baler. Like, he's never been in a fight. There's no way he can beat Zod. No way. Unless he just hay bales like that, reloads the guns and just dunk, dunk, dunk. But there's no way he's going to beat him in a technical fight. And, and well, then to kill him at the end, it's like... <laughs> this is Superman. He would have done what he did in Superman 3. Blew him up to the moon, beat the snot out of him, and buried him six feet deep or 20 feet deep or whatever, and left him. Yeah. But they got to modernize. We got to make it more relatable for modern times and whatnot. Or but Superman killing or, is just so hard because that was the whole point of him not. He, he wouldn't kill. He yeah. wouldn't. Batman killing? Batman not killing is actually the opposite of Superman killing. Because Batman not killing the Joker, for every life that the Joker takes after Batman had the opportunity to stop him, is a life that Batman Bruce Wayne is now responsible, responsible yeah. for. So the every thousand lives that Joker takes, that's Batman's responsibility. Honestly, it's our responsibility if somebody like that, you know, we're a guard in there. You take him out, you know. Mm. Joker shouldn't be around. No. We shouldn't be glorifying him. That's one reason I haven't even watched the good Joker movie. The I, new one? I, I bought it, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm just... Joker, you're not supposed to rationalize the Joker. He's so big. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, but it's just like, it's just storytelling. Storytelling. Yeah, but the way supposedly they rationalize it, it's, you know, you're basically saying, here's the reason the bad guy is the bad guy. Well, I mean, that's what they did with the Christopher Nolan um, Batman, that trilogy, whatever. They made it more feasible for it to actually happen, you know, like a person can actually do this, you know. And then they just made Heath Ledger's Joker just like a crazy person, you know? He didn't yeah. fall into a vat of ooze or nothing. But there's no reason to. Yeah, yeah there's no reason for it. I mean, obviously, the, the then even his, Joker. Yeah, even his stuff is shrouded, too. Because, like, he can never give you the same story. You want to know how I got these scars? Mm -hmm. And he can never tell you the same thing or whatever. And you don't know why Jack was the way he was in the original Joker or when... 
80s joke. Oh, you're talking about uh, Michael Keaton. It's that Michael Keaton's joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, well, he got the, the stuff in his face. But you don't know why... Jack is your Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jack's gotcha. already crazy. Yeah. He's on. Yeah. And all you do, all you do, is push him over the edge. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, Punisher thing. Yeah. You're just one bad day away from becoming me. Yeah. It was just perfect. So which 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 Punisher is your favorite? Oh, yeah. So they got the um, Dolph Lundgren. They got the um, I forget his name. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Um, you got. I forget his name because there's another. It's one. like Victor something. Yeah, Vic, yeah, he was in Dexter for a little bit, yeah. and a couple other things, and um, now you got um, Shane right. from Walking Dead. Walking Dead. That's not his name, but that's no, 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 it's not his name. But uh, and we're big Walking Dead fans too. So, even though, are you are you Team Negan oh. or Team Rick? Well, Rick is out of the picture right now, but I mean, I, I'm digging current iteration Negan and whatnot. So, I mean, that, that's pretty cool. I was team once. Once team once Negan came on, came on the picture, I started to understand who Rick was. Mm-hmm. Rick started all the fights. He yeah. started the fight with Shane. He started yeah. the fight with the governor. He started the fight with um, with with Negan by killing thirty of their men in their sleep, and then Negan took killed two of his. And he's like. Okay, that's even. Let's call that even right now. Let's be done with it. Yeah. But instead, Rick just keeps and getting people killed, and you know, and then at the end to use his son. Yeah. You know, don't for Carl's sake. And then Negan lets up, and he slices his throat. That was just. Oh, it was just. I mean, but it was just like he slit his throat, and he's like, save him. <laughs> You know, he's like, I'm just showing you that I could have killed you, but what's to come next is that going to break you. <laughs> but Negan had already done that. That was the thing. Yeah. Negan, when, when, he, when he said Carl, you know, do it for Carl, and Negan said, okay, that was Negan saying the same thing. I don't have to kill you because we're going to stop this now. And that's when Rick still went through it. It's the whole thing that's happening right now with the Iranians and all that. We killed their general. They try to bomb us. It doesn't actually hurt us, you know. We we could now we could rick it yeah. and go kill another couple people, or we could just sit back and go, "We're done, guys. Mm-hmm. We're nigging it right now. We're done. We're done." Iran's not going to stand. They're going to come after us again. We're going to have to fight, but we don't have to be the aggressors. Yeah. Rick. The throat, you know. We can go out and kill somebody. Bad times. So I found out that Rick was the bad guy the whole time. <laughs> I'm, now I'm happy he's gone. And you know. no, I haven't read. He any. bit a guy's neck. Come on. He's a he's a vampire too. I, I haven't um, read any of the graphic novels or anything for The Walking Dead, but um, a lot of theories that have been thrown around since the show came out is just like none of this is even real, and it's all Rick still in a coma in the hospital from season one. It's all like a fever dream in his head and yeah. everything. I've heard that before. Yeah, so I mean, that would be an interesting twist on it, but as seeing as um, the production for the show, they already splintered off into another spinoff, mm-hmm. and then um, they're making supposedly three Walking Dead movies and starring Rick Grimes. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Michonne, the character that say play Michonne, she's supposed to be leaving too. So and and um, Maggie's only got three more shows. Yeah. So well, she says th- shows, but you don't know when you're actually going to see her. It's like where yeah. is she at? Mm-hmm. I got 
got three more shows. When? Yeah, you know. so, I mean, this is crazy. Are we pulling a Rick and Morty and it's going to be seven years before we get a new episode? So, was that how much the gap no. was? No. It was like a year and a half, two years, but yeah, it is insane, their gaps. I, I just found that show within I do too. the last couple of months or whatever. I binged the first two, three seasons, and then now I'm just yeah. waiting for whatever bits and pieces they give us in season four. Yeah, we've, I've already seen all of season four. It's pretty good. Um, and like, actually, one of the things that I want to pod, I want to start a podcast solely based on Farscape. But the problem is, I'm having a hard time finding somebody who was there at the beginning, watched the whole show, made Friday nights their Friday night. You know, made that Farscape their Friday nights. Read all the comics and considers the comics part of the story because a lot of the fans now don't want to read the comics, don't like comics, so they watch what's on. Um, Netflix or Amazon. It's like, but that's not the whole story. Story, you know. You're a diehard fan back then. You watched every Friday night. You, you know, it, it makes it hard for us old fans who are like, okay, we watched the whole story and then got more. But you guys are new and don't want to consider that part of it. But that's not how this works, you know. Even the even the the fan stories, some of those actually play because the original writer said, "Hey." He's actually played. He's actually worked. Yeah, that'll that'll like, be a good reason why Rigel did that. And that's like uh, what is uh, how they did with the Star Wars stuff. They had all this outside, you know, third-party writers and everything, and they made so much of the lore surrounding the main story. And then Disney bought it out, and there's like, nah, none of that's canon. Yeah. <laughs> but now when they come out with the new content or whatever, they're picking and choosing from all this stuff they say is not canon to incorporate into their new stuff. Well, supposedly... The timeline that went back, when when Spock went back on the timeline, that's not our universe. That, that whole um, Chris, Chris Pines being Captain Kirk is not our universe or whatever. No, I'm talking that's about Star a, Wars. Uh, what, Star Trek. I'm sorry. I'm Star Wars, Star Trek. But we're not in the Star Trek universe right now. Oh, no. Sorry. Jump Swift. Holy crap. I jumped from Star Wars to Star Trek. My geek card just got pulled. Yeah. They got started, and I can understand, you know, how crazy it is. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. Um, I think this You're going to have some fun editing all this. Oh, yeah, because, like, I got I'm, got you and got me. And, and I'm I wish here I, eating the whole time. Yeah, me too. I'm just sitting here munching. Yeah. Ah. And I, what I wish I had it was a third camera to get us, like, both at the same time. Because, like, now I'm after, like, you talking. I should have brought the 360 camera so you stick it right there in the middle. I had it. It was on the bed with the rest of the stuff. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> but maybe next time. But maybe next time. So I'm going to reach from my camera to your camera. <laughs> see, all that is, you can see it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, man, this is where we probably put a pin in it. Man, it was, I won't say this is the first, because I've done this two other times, but this is the official uh, Walmart log. So, I mean, I appreciate you joining me and being here for this experience or whatever. This looks weird. I probably had to do a side-by-side, because I'm talking, and it's just like one camera per. And you can whatever. edit out me, all that eating, because, you know, that. Oh, man, I was, I probably put it in just because. <laughs> Hey, if I pick my nose, make sure to zoom in on that one really slow. Yeah. Repeat, make it into a gift. Yeah, but before we go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and whatever else you got going on. I'm everywhere. El Teco 
elteco.me is my website. Um, Redneck Rebuttal is our national website that basically does all the promotions for everything and hopefully more promotions for you guys. Um, Elteco. It's the easiest way to look for me or Brian Leoker. Easy way to yeah. anyway. And you can find me, as always, on randomrob.com. I took the cast off for savings. I had to save me a little bit of money. So it was randomrobcast.com. Now it's just randomrob.com. You can find everything related to the show. I got to figure out, all right, the camera's right here on this thing. So you got to find everything on randomrob.com. You can find me on Twitter at 3RShow. You can find me on Instagram at the3rshow. And you can find me on Facebook. Facebook by searching the Random Rounds of Rob or doing Facebook.com forward slash 3R show. And, well, just we ended like that. <laughs>